Three from Leith, number 296. If you're all sitting comfortably, then I'll begin. I say away, I can hear myself say I don't need to be taken home. But I'm leaning on lies too hopefully high that I can barely stand on my own. It's our way to level Two, three from Leith, number 296. I've recorded on a very damp and cloudy and actually pretty cold. I believe it's colder than it was on Christmas Day here in Leith. When I got up this morning it was something like uh, 8 degrees, which is not exactly conducive to going out, especially when it's raining. So I thought what better thing could I do in the afternoon of Easter Sunday than to sit down and record a long overdue podcast. And I thought, well, since it's Easter Sunday and it's a holiday, treat myself. Let's record the podcast. I'm sure you can hear that. 
the lovely Hendrix and uh, Fever Tree Tonic. Ah, lovely G&T for Easter Sunday. <coughs> Catching in the back of my throat there. I'm sure it's not the gin. I'm sure it's just the uh, two slices of cucumber that I've got in there. The strength of the cucumber is just far too much. <coughs> Catching there. Anyway, that first track you heard there was from Bedroom Eyes and it has quite a long title, if you'll forgive me. Uh, just to make sure I get it right. It's After I Was a Kid but before I grew up. And that track is the first single from their new album, which is Greetings from Northern Sweden. And if you didn't guess, they're a Swedish band. And that uh, is out on Star Tracks on the 12th of May. But the single itself that you've just heard is out now on all digital platforms. The artist is Jonas Melker Alexander Jonsson. And you can find out more about the band at www.bedroomeyes.se. E, and a fab slice of pop that was indeed. So, what's been happening since I last spoke to you? Now, oh, a long time ago. Uh, I've got another year older, and uh, the end of February, unfortunately, my uncle, who'd been battling uh, terminal leukaemia after the last couple of years, he finally lost his fight and sadly died at the end of February. Uh, I don't think anything else really has happened. Since then, it's just been uh, work, 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 and the odd weekend. And I'm having a quiet weekend this weekend. Yes, I was supposed to come, but unfortunately, uh, or fortunately for me, because I've got a lion, uh, unfortunately, she was uh, going out to help a friend with a garage sale yesterday and trying to do some uh, higher biology revision. And she was going to pop around today, but the garage sale's gone on for a second day, so she's gone to try and help out again. I'm not sure. How busy they'll be in weather like this on an Easter Sunday when people are probably doing other things. But uh, Jasna has high hopes because uh, for the second day she was going to take along some of her uh, mountain of uh, books that she has read. She's just filling up a room at her mum's and there's a room filled up here as well. But she's been trying to get rid of them for a while and she was just going to give them to charity shops. And I thought, well, they're all brand new because you read them through and sort of in a few hours or a couple of days. And then you put them away. So they're all brand new. And they were eight, seven, eight, nine, ten pounds a pot when you got them. Why not try and sell them? So this is a good opportunity for her to sell them. So hopefully she'll make some cash. Probably uh, help to pay for her latest hair cut. Should I say hairstyle and uh, new dye job? She sent me a message the other day saying, guess what? I'm now ginger. <laughs> so she appears to have a weird sort of semi-spiky, semi-bowl cut hair do sorry that um, I think is all the rage now and very stylish and it's also very ginger but uh, you know what else can you do when you're 16 year old apart from uh, change your hairstyle and your hair colour every month or so <laughs> we've all done it let's face it or no we haven't anyway time to get on with another track this is a track from a band called the Vigilantes and uh, appropriately enough if you consider long hair was a great thing and the way she had it before was the best way she had it, it's called What a Shame.
What a shame there from the vigilantes. Um, you can find out more at them www.facebook.com forward slash vigilantes music UK. Which uh, now I did some research trying to look into them back when I was choosing the playlist for this podcast a few weeks ago. And it was quite hard to find them because it said they're on the Facebook as uh, Vigilantes UK. And do you think I could find them under that? No. So, uh, boys, if you're listening, um, I would get uh, any bios you've got updated to have Vigilantes Music UK on there. Because uh, if you don't, it's very hard to find you. And I think I found some other bands in other countries who weren't you. Anyway, they are an energetic indie rock band from Boston. That's not Boston in the US, that's Boston in the UK. And they are Alex, Curly, Joe and Ryan. They say they're influenced by the Strokes and NWA. Uh, I'm not sure I heard that myself, but probably a little bit the Strokes. NWA? Um, no, I don't know. Not that I can hear it, but there you go. Their next show in the UK is on the 6th of May. And that's at the Met Lounge in Peterborough. So if you're listening and you're somewhere around about Peterborough... Why not pop along and show them your support? Time for another sip of the old uh, G&T here. You never know, it could be my last G&T, the way the, the, way the world's going at the moment between Donald Trump and North Korea. How ironic would that be if World War Three was started by a tweet on Twitter? Mr Trump, somebody needs to sort of change his password when he's not looking take it away from him or uh, just set something up so he thinks he's on Twitter but he's actually talking to nobody the man's a danger to himself how he ever got elected I will never know he's not exactly the British tool in the box is he really and it's also hilarious to see him flip-flopping between uh, who he thinks are the good guys and who are the bad guys uh, before Russia was great now Russia aren't so good and before China was the big enemy and China was a currency manipulator and he was going to tell them so and uh you know, trying to make great enemies out of China, and then he meets the Chinese leader, the next thing is his best pal, and China really is the best country in the world, apart from the US. Flippity floppity flip. And also here, um, is when he's coming to the UK for this uh, much anticipated, should I say, anticipated, um, much maligned UK state visit, the one where there was a massive petition in the UK asking the government to ban him from the country and not let him in. Uh, when this is happening, apparently he's now made a demand that he wants to ride in the Queen's gold coach. He wants to ride with the Queen in the gold coach because, well, as you would, he thinks he's the best thing in the world. And he, you know, everything he's got is gold. If you've seen the state of his apartment that he lives in on uh, any media and any photographs, it's the most hideously tasteless, gold, gaudy oh, affront to the eyes. So. Mr. Trump, and as he says, trying to trying to wind up North Korea, and North Korea is trying to wind him up. So you never know. Could be my last GNT. This could be the very last ever three from Leith. But let's look on the positive side, and let's think it's not. Two hundred ninety-six, only four away from three hundred. Will I manage to make three hundred in twenty seventeen? Given the uh, the very slow output that's been going on for the last little while. And the fact that life just seems to get in the way and I never get time to sit down and podcast. I do spend a lot of time going through all the music that's sent to me and picking out tracks that I think they're definitely going to go on podcast and they all get filed away in my nice big folder of music for the podcast on my NAS drive. And then I just never get the time to sit down and record. Or by the time I want to sit down and record, it's too late at night once I've got everything else done. 
and there always seems to be 101 other things that need to get done. Such as planning for my next holiday, which has now been uh, paid off, and all I need to do now is book my bus ticket to get me to Glasgow Airport in July. And depending on uh, whether my folks go to the States in uh, June, July or August, they're not sure when yet, I may need to look at booking a Glasgow Airport hotel room for when I come back, because we get back, at flight arrives back in, back at 9 o'clock at night on a Saturday, and usually my folks volunteer, they always say, we'll come and pick you up, and uh, most times they have, apart from a couple of years ago I think they were away, and I had to make more way home, but uh, they may be away, so uh, I'll need to make sure I uh, buy another bus ticket and get a hotel room booked just to see me through coming home obviously I need to get my insurance sorted out hmm wonder how much higher that's going to be this year considering the price of everything's going up um, I think I've safely got some euros uh, a better rate than I would get at the moment my ex bought a lot of euros for uh, her holiday last year in Paris that they didn't spend I think she had over a thousand euros still unspent so she was offering uh, me some of those euros as many as I wanted at a rate that was beneficial for me and also beneficial from her not having to sell them back through an exchange at a terrible rate so hopefully she's held on to them Yasa seems to think she's just sold them all which I don't think she would have because she wouldn't have thrown away money uh, knowing that I was going to pay a better rate I'll actually need to speak to her about that well reminded things that go through your head when you're doing a podcast Next weekend too is uh, Pedal on Parliament 2017, which is a big one this year. Normally Pedal on Parliament just happens in Edinburgh, where we ride on closed streets, uh, protest ride down to Parliament for speeches by various politicians and uh, by cycle campaign groups. But this year they've expanded it, so there's going to be a Pedal on Parliament in Edinburgh, Aberdeen, Glasgow and Inverness. So it's getting bigger, which is uh, kind of appropriate considering this year is local election year. There are local council elections coming up next month. So it's uh, a good chance to put pressure on our local councillors. Make sure they are supporting the supposed Scottish government aim of uh, 10% of all journeys made by bike by 2020. Which they're now so far off that they'll never hit. I think currently it's only something like 2% of journeys are made by bike. And it's gone from being a target to an ambition to a sort of vague, yeah, we'd like that. So, that's next weekend. I am a, a ride leader for the Leith Feeder Ride again. Unfortunately, I haven't been on my bike that much this year because of the uh, the weather, with it being cold and icy for so much of the time. And then other times it's been incredibly windy. And uh, I think I've ridden a couple of times in January, a couple of times in February and probably about six between six and eight times i think in april so far but that was uh that was the start of april and i've not ridden since and <laughs> i don't know what kind of shape i'll be in for riding it i was having a look at the next saturday's forecast today on my phone app i know it's probably going to be nothing like that come saturday but at the moment it's registering something about uh probably about four to six degrees in temperature and cloudy and it's going to be very windy with the gusts of 35 miles an hour i think i hope not i'm gonna to have to wrap up warm if it is because there's a lot of uh, standing around before the ride sets off and because it's so big and there are so many people trying to set off from the meadows it's a bit like the london marathon where you see people sort of 
a little bit further back from the start and it just takes forever before they get to go. So I may have to go and look at my winter cycling gear again just to keep myself warm. Anyway, bit of blathering, bit of blathering and let's have some more music before I just take over the whole thing talking about myself. Now, next band is a band from Edinburgh and it's very rare that I get new music from bands from Edinburgh these days. Time was when there were so many new bands going in Edinburgh that I had plenty choice to play, but uh, now there doesn't seem to be much, but I was glad to be sent uh, some tracks by a band called Echo Arcadia. And they were taken from their new album, which is called Visions of Symmetry, which was released back on the 3rd of March. They're a six-piece indie band, and they are Lee on vocals and guitars, Ewan on bass, Dan on drums, David on guitar, Kate on vocals, and Andy on violin. And this first track that you're going to hear, track called Ghosts. And I really, this, I think this is my favourite track of the whole podcast this week, specifically because there's violin on it. Now, I love a bit of violin on a track. I used to love, uh, when listening to the old prog band from the 70s, UK, Eddie Jobson did some fantastic violin playing on that. And also, my other favourite track was a track from Rush, from the Signals album. The track was Losing It, which has fantastic violin playing on it as well. So I'm always really fond of a bit of violin on a track. This track also has a lot of uh, ebo on the guitar. And I do love a good bit of ebo. I love a nice sustained guitar lead that just goes on and on and doesn't stop. It reminds me of uh, yeah, back in the days when Big Country were great on the old ebo. So do enjoy. This is Ghosts and uh, the band are Echo Arcadia.
walking through me like an open door. They whisper secretly, tacit turning cold. The demon comes for me, a debt that can't be sold. brilliant track that track goes from Echo Arcadia uh, I didn't mention uh, where you could find out more about them and possibly buy the album Visions of Symmetry you'll find them on www.facebook.com forward slash Echo Arcadia and that album is uh, described as a fusion of diverse influences as 80s pop blends seamlessly into old folk now the track that's going to play out the podcast this week is another one from Echo Arcadia also called, uh, well, sorry, not also called. This one's called Into the Shadows. So you can look forward to that one. More GD is to keep me lubricated. Still got a bit of a dry throat because I've had the window open here in the bedroom, trying to let it uh, air out a bit because the bedroom side of the flat is uh, out of the wind. So I can open the window without the wind howling in and blowing everything around. And it's always good when you get the chance when it's not uh, raining and having the rain blowing in as well just to get some air in the place. But I did have to shut it before I recorded the podcast because a terrible racket coming from the seagulls who are now setting up nest and uh, claiming their territory again for the summer. At the moment, there's nothing sort of rampaging about on the roof above me. I'm sure I mentioned before, I'm the top floor flat and this flat has a flat roof and the seagulls around here all tend to congregate on it and it sounds like they're clog dancing in lead football boots up there. Half the time, and also there's something I don't know what they have up there, but a stone, something. But they seem to roll something around. There's the noise of something which sort of rolls around, like around rock. And it obviously stays up there from one year to the next because as soon as they arrive and they start battering about up there, that seems to get kicked about. So who knows what it is? One day I'd love to get a ladder and go up and have a look. I'd actually love to get a ladder and go up and shoot the swines as well because the racket they make. Wakes me up at sort of two, three, four in the morning once it gets uh, into the the middle of breeding season, and obviously once the eggs hatch as well. Once they see me at my bedroom window, they go mental, start shrieking and swooping and dive bombing, and every seagull in the vicinity joins in. Always fun. Other fun is at the moment trying to keep the pigeons off the balcony because the pigeons are uh, trying to nest in my balcony. They keep trying to nest in a little corner and they drop a few twigs and then sit on them so I keep going and sweeping the twigs away and then they keep coming back and they maybe bring a few more twigs or sweep them away and chase them away again 
And then they just decide, oh, we don't even need a nest, we'll just do it in the balcony. So I'm having to keep these pests out of the way because of the mess they make is something else. All the joys of living in a town, in the top floor flat, near the water, where you've got seagulls, and you also seem to have a massive pigeon population. I'm sure there was one political party whose councillor was promising uh, a cull of seagulls. can't remember who it was, I'm fairly sure it was the Conservatives. But uh, I would never vote for them if uh, my life depended on it. Somebody held a gun to my head, I still wouldn't vote for them. So <laughs> I guess the seagull cull probably isn't going to happen anytime soon. I suppose the Conservatives have to make promises like that or uh, proposals like that because nobody's going to trust them on anything else. They've been viewed as a nasty party in Scotland for so long and when was that? The 80s, the 90s when the Conservatives were completely wiped out as a party in Scotland in the general election and never made a comeback since. A uh, good thing too. So here's hoping that people aren't going to vote for them as a protest vote at the moment in the council elections because nobody likes Labour anymore and there's the uh, very anti-SNP side and the pro-SNP side. SNP and Labour have been in coalition in Edinburgh Council for the last four years and they're not seen to have been doing a very good job so who else is left to vote for I suppose you've got the Greens, you've got Independents you've got the Lib Dems or the Tories I know who I'm voting for and it's not the Lib Dems or the Fib Dems and it's not the Conservatives and it's certainly not Labour anymore I'm voting based on councillors who have replied to me when I've contacted them about issues. Uh, I usually write to all the local councillors from all the parties when I've got any issues that I need uh, brought up and uh, tackled. And guaranteed, you will only ever get a maximum of two who ever bother to get off their backsides and reply to you. So, anyone who've replied, and especially any of them who have helped sort any issues I have raised, they get my vote, as opposed to these other idiots that's come round every four years begging for your vote and saying how much they've done for the local community and how much they help people in the community and you think, you absolute liars I haven't heard of you, I haven't heard of anything you've done I've seen no, no sign of you since the last election and up you pop with your picture taken all over Leith trying to pretend you're doing good for the community Well, my vote says otherwise Anyway, I tend to be, I'm veering way off the subject of uh, music, so let's wrap up the podcast and let's play the final track from Echo Arcadia. As I said, this one is called Into the Shadows and there's another belter from their album Visions of Symmetry. I'm not sure if I got a copy of that album. Um, did I just get the tracks or did I get a copy of the album as well? I can't remember because I picked this music. As I say, I was looking into it a number of weeks ago and I can't remember, but I hope I've got it because that is going onto my iPad. And it's iPad? iPod. And onto my uh, onto my listening rotation because it's absolutely fabulous. And I would urge you to get a copy of that if you like it. Help support Edinburgh bands, Edinburgh independent bands. Not many of them around that I'm aware of anymore. There probably are quite a few that probably just don't bother sending me music anymore because I podcast one frequently. It's hardly worth getting any publicity via the podcast. So, Echo Arcadia and Into the Shadows. Thanks for listening. Thank you for staying subscribed to the uh, Three From Leith podcast. Uh, if you have any comments about the show, you can get in touch. You can leave a comment on the show notes at www.threefromleith.com. You can drop me an email, threefromleith at gmail.com. Or you'll find me on Twitter as 3 from Leith. 
Although most of the stuff I've blathered about on Twitter has got nothing to do with podcasting, but you can contact me any way you like. Until the next time, thanks for listening, and I'll see you then. Cheerio!
Well, like that. Goodbye.